Nine Windows and Mac OS-based automation tools for podcasting. Welcome to The Audacity to Podcast, episode 296. Thank you for joining me for the Audacity to Podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and this is the award-winning, in-depth podcast about podcasting. It's where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to launch or improve your own podcast for sharing your passions and finding success. This topic of automation tools for podcasting was originally going to be a single episode until the list of automation tools was getting near 50 and then more than 50. And I realized there's no way I could fit this all in a single episode without putting you to sleep. And I know some of my listeners actually do fall asleep by listening to the Audacity podcast, and that is okay. Please enjoy your rest. So I want to split this up and make this a mini series of episodes to make it easier for you to digest as well as make it easier for me to maintain. So although I'm going to share things with you in this podcast episode, a list of automation tools, I have nine in this podcast episode, I may have more later on. So I will update the show notes for this episode number 296 at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash PC automation. And you may see that number there increase, especially as I receive recommendations for Linux-based automation tools for podcasting. I could change the title, add these things to the notes. So if you want the latest list of automation tools, go back to the show notes for episode 296 at theaudacitypodcast.com slash automation. Comment there if you have suggestions for things to be added to this list, especially for Linux-based suggestions, because I simply don't know Linux well enough to be able to recommend quality tools on Linux. So if you have some, please recommend them, and maybe I'll do another complete episode simply on Linux-based automation tools for podcasting. And I could always do other episodes in the future with extra tools that I find along the way, so you don't feel like you have to keep going back and refreshing the show notes to see, is there another tool? Is there another tool? but I can come back in the future and update this list or let you know what things I've added to the list. I want to start off with this series, and I'll be repeating this in each episode of this series, the premise of automation, and that is especially versus automatic actions. Many tools can do things automatically, but all of the following tools in this episode and the following episodes are focused on automation. That is, automatically doing many things for you and not only a single task. For example, I am a big fan of Pretty Link Pro. Pretty Link Pro can automatically hyperlink certain keywords using my affiliate links or links to other content whenever I use that text inside of my notes. That's great. It works great across WordPress pages, posts, and more. That is an automatic action. It's doing one thing automatically. But it's not full automation because it's not a series of tasks. Yes, it's a small series in that I'm saving myself from having to select the text and hyperlink it, but it's a very simple step. Basically, it's one step, hyperlink the text. So what I'm talking about with automation is much bigger than that when it's a series, a whole process of things that you are automating. You've probably heard the phrase time is money, and although this seems more applicable to 
business as well as more measurable in business and more important to businesses, think of time as if it's money. When you spend it on one thing, it means you don't have as much to spend on another thing. So the purpose of automation is really to save you time and money. Yes, many of these automation tools cost, and although many of them do have free options or are completely free, but they will all save you time so that you have more time for more important things, whether that's other ways to invest in your podcast and make your podcast better or ways to invest in your life and make your life better because you're not spending so much time on your podcast or on aspects of your business. These automations could even help you make more money with that initial investment because as you know, it takes money to make money. Think about it like this. You could save some money by learning how to hand code your own RSS feed. Then you wouldn't need a website. You wouldn't need WordPress hosting. You wouldn't need to mess with WordPress plugins. You could go without a lot of things. But learning how to do that costs a bunch of time and frustration and all the knowledge you'd have to keep in your mind. Instead, you could invest a little money into powerful tools like WordPress, PowerPress, Libsyn, and many others to save you a whole bunch of time, a whole bunch of frustration, and prevent you from having to learn all that stuff you don't want to learn. I love this comic that I've put in the show notes for this episode, number 296. It's from XKCD that shows the theory of automation is that you'll spend a bunch of time writing code and then the automation takes over and you have all of this free time left over. But often the reality is that you spend all this time writing code, then debugging, then rethinking, then ongoing development, and then you have no more time left for the original task you were trying to automate. And we can certainly feel like we fall into that loop. But don't get discouraged from that. Automation does have a little bit of a learning curve. And if you're not developing your own automation tools, it can be easier to learn other tools. The ultimate result, I truly believe this, is that the automation will make up for the time it takes to learn that automation. So with that foundation laid, both for this episode and as the foundation for the future episodes in this series, I want to share with you automation tools for your PC. And whenever I use the term PC, that stands for personal computer. A PC could be running Windows, it could be running Mac OS, or it could be running Linux or some other operating system. So please don't think it's PC versus Mac. That's really a, an incorrect form of those terms. PC is personal computer. So it's a desktop computer, a laptop, something like that, but it's running a desktop kind of operating system, Windows, Mac OS, or Linux. And on a PC, there are all kinds of ways to automate many workflows because of all the tools we have available on a PC and all the kinds of things that developers, really smart people, have created for us. So I have for you in this episode nine Windows and Mac OS-based automation tools for podcasting. And please do comment if you have some Linux alternative suggestions. And you can look at the show notes and follow along and get all the links to all of these things at theaudacitypodcast.com slash PC automation. First, Hazel or Hygieia. Hazel, which is for Mac OS, and Hygieia, which is for Windows, automate tasks on files and folders. Here are some examples of what you could do with these kinds of tools. You could automatically move your recordings from your SD card into a new episode folder and then prepare it for editing. You could automatically upload 
an MP3 file that's been tagged with ID3 tags, and that goes straight to your media host. You could automatically copy your image templates into a new episode folder whenever you create a new folder for a new episode. You could automatically rename and move anything dropped into a particular folder or run other processes on it. You could automatically process files and folders with AppleScript or other apps or programming languages when those files and folders match a particular criteria or are placed in a particular location on your computer. There are so many things you could do with this kind of automation alone that it could save you all kinds of time. And I recently purchased Hazel, which is from a company very appropriately named NoodleSoft, and Hygieia seems to be the best alternative for Windows. And with Hazel, I was running into a couple workflow issues with it, and special thanks to my friend Dr. Ryan Gray from Medical School HQ, who showed me some nice little hacks and helped me to get over a little bit of a hump. We were both at PodFest in Orlando in 2017, and he sat down with me, showed me a couple of the cool things, and from that conversation, it inspired this episode and this whole series of episodes of over 50 automation tools I'll be sharing with you to help you with your podcasting. So thank you, Ryan, for the inspiration, and you probably had no idea you were inspiring so much content here. So check out Hazel or Hygieia to automate those file and folder-based processes on your computer. Once you get into this tool or any other tool like it, you'll start to discover all kinds of other automation workflows you could create with it. Other automation tools for your macOS or Windows PC are Text Expander or Phrase Express. Text expansion was one of the first PC productivity hacks I ever learned, and it's part of what convinced me to switch to Mac because the best text expansion tool, Text Expander, in my opinion, was only available on Mac back then. Now, Text Expander is available on both macOS and Windows, and Phrase Express is, I think, the best alternative that's Windows only. And they aren't only about text expansion shortcuts. See, that's doing something automatically one single task automatically doing it but these can also help with automation that is a series of tasks that you would otherwise have to do each one individually for example when you have a url copied you could use these tools to automatically shorten that url when you paste it into a certain field so you could be using bitly or jump or anything else like that you could also turn a regular link into an affiliate link with these tools. You could automatically populate fields with processed data. For example, I use this all the time with the podcasting deals newsletter alerts, where I simply copy the URL for a particular product, and then I do one code, and it puts in the image URL. I do another code, it puts in the title with the price. I do another code, and it turns a link into an affiliate link. Other stuff like that, when all I have is that one URL, and it's automatically populating different fields with different information from that one source. And there are many other things you could do with running other tasks and programs. For example, with my podcast network, NoodleMix Network, that has more than a dozen podcasts on the network and a dozen different websites, all under the same WordPress multi-site, if I need to change something on all of the sites, I have a text expander snippet that will open all of those sites to the same URL for each domain. So that might be like the audacitypodcast.com slash wp hyphen admin slash settings.php. 
and it opens that on that domain, on the productivewomen.com, on beyondthetodolist.com, on cleancomedypodcast.com, and all of these other sites. So it's automatically doing that and saving me a bunch of time. There are all kinds of other things like that. Both Text Expander and Phrase Express offer nearly limitless possibilities with powerful scripting options that if you know a programmer or you can program yourself or you know how to use Google to find other people who have programmed things, you can do some powerful stuff. And I plan to share a bunch of really powerful Text Expander snippets inside of Podcaster Society for other members who want to do things kind of like I just described. That's Text Expander and Phrase Express. Another Windows and Mac OS-based automation tool for podcasting is Aphonic. There's a desktop version of Aphonic and a web app version. And for this episode, I want to talk primarily about the desktop version. Clear, consistent, and understandable audio is crucial for all podcasts, and that's audio or video. And Aphonic can automate the processing of your audio so that you get that great sounding audio, and it can do much more. For example, here's a workflow Aphonic could do in a single step. One, reduce background noise and hum. Two, reduce reverb. Three, even out volume differences. Four, raise or lower perceived loudness to a target industry level. Five, add an intro and outro. Six, mix down to mono. And seven, encode to MP3. You could do all of that with a single click of a button using Aphonic, the desktop version. And I like the desktop version because it processes it very quickly on my computer. I don't have to upload something, then re-download it. And it's a one-time fee that has no limits on how often I can use the tool or how much audio I can process. There is also a web service available at aphonic.com that can do many of these same tasks as well. And again, I have links to this and all of the other tools in the show notes for episode 296 at the slash PC automation. The next tool for Windows or Mac OS is Quadro. This tool was previously called Actions, but now that it's Quadro, it has been wonderfully reprogrammed from the ground up to do all kinds of amazing things. If you have an unused iPad, iPhone, or iPod Touch, that is basically any device running iOS, unfortunately right now it's not available for Android. I don't know if they have plans to make it for Android, but for now it's iOS devices. But it can work with Windows or Mac OS PCs. Quadro can turn those iOS devices into customizable action pads. Then you get a button that a single button on your mobile device can trigger tasks on your PC, such as executing a command or launching a program. Those are individual automatic tasks. But Quadro can also run an entire workflow of tasks from pressing a single button. For example, a single button on the Quadro app on your mobile device could launch and prepare nearly all the apps and files you need open for a particular stage in your podcasting process. It can do other things too, like maybe activate screen switching or take you to a certain URL and open another program and automatically enter some text for you and other things like that. It can do all kinds of really fun things. Next, automator or auto hotkey. For some more advanced automation, macOS comes with the free program Automator, and Windows users can install the free program Auto Hotkey. Both of these work 
kind of the same way, but also kind of differently. They can create custom automations, sometimes called macros, to run tasks in a variety of programs or give access to developer-level tools built into many apps. But you don't have to be a developer. Like in Automator on macOS, you can say, use this program to do this task, and then pass whatever the result is from that task onto this other task, and then pass it on to this other task and this other task. Auto Hotkey can even rerun mouse actions on your screen, so it can click all the right buttons for you when those buttons are at a particular pixel location on your screen. So it can be crazy to watch it, see your mouse move around to different places and do different things, but it can also be so liberating, and you can feel like the sorcerer's apprentice watching all of those broomsticks and buckets cleaning everything wonderfully for you. Those are Automator for macOS and Auto Hotkey for Windows. Links in the show notes for this episode. And finally, Backblaze. Since your PC is probably the home for most, if not all, your irreplaceable digital data, keeping it backed up should be your top safety priority. I recommend Backblaze to do this because it automatically backs up everything important on your computer. You don't have to worry about adding certain folders and drives. It simply grabs it all, even your external storage. And it's all for one simple monthly or annual price to do all of this on your computer. Or you can set up multiple computers. It has some other things built into it too that are really nice. But then you don't have to think about backup. All you have to worry about is making sure that it says you're backed up and you have an internet connection to do so. Your first backup will take a long time because it has to upload gigabytes and gigabytes, maybe even terabytes of data. But once it's all uploaded, then it uploads only what it needs to, and it keeps a 30-day history of your files. So if you delete a file today, you could go back to yesterday's backup to restore that file. But if you deleted a file two months ago, then it's no longer in your backup archive because it was removed after 30 days. So keep that in mind with it. But the, the level of automation here and simplicity in this is what I love so much, especially compared to other tools, and that this is unlimited backup. So if you have a 200 gigabyte hard drive or a three terabyte hard drive, it doesn't matter. It can back it all up for you. And it does so automatically. It's a wonderful automation. Otherwise, trying to back up all of this stuff can be a huge pain. And with some backup tools, you have to say, do back up this folder, but don't back up that folder because I don't want the stuff in that folder to take up space from my backup plan. Backblaze just backs it all up for you. There are some exclusions, but those exclusions really don't need to be backed up because they're system files that would be installed anyway with your programs, certain other things like that. So these are what I think are the best Windows and Mac OS based automation tools for podcasting. Hazel or Hygieia, Text Expander or Phrase Express, Aphonic, Quadro, Automator or Auto Hotkey, and Backblaze. If you'd like the links to these, and some of these links are affiliate links, then please go to the show notes for episode 296 at com slash PC Automation. I told you about a lot of tools here, and if you're wondering how can you use these tools and how can you use them effectively, 
then the best recommendation I have is for you to join Podcasters Society because I will be making resources that will teach you how to use each of these tools. And others in the society will be able to help you and say, oh yeah, here, here's my template that I use for this thing or here are the snippets I developed for this. As well as some of these downloadable resources like text expander snippets will be available inside of Podcasters Society. So if you'd like help with that, to not only help with the technical side of podcasting and to get better at that, but the mindset side to f- make sure that you're focused on the right thing and to help you prepare your content and present your content better and engage more and market and all of this other stuff that's so much beyond simply the technical side of podcasting because there's so much more to talk about uh, with podcasting than merely the technology. Then please join me and many other podcasters in Podcaster Society at Podcaster Society. I want to thank T. Water Bay, who wrote a kind review for the Audacity to Podcast in the iTunes USA store. I assume it's a he, but I don't know the name of their podcast, so please comment on the show notes for this episode. Let me know the name so I can link to your podcast from the show notes. And anyone else, if you haven't written a review yet for the Audacity to Podcast and you want to, please make sure you include the name of your podcast or your real name or both in your review so I can link to it and so I can play an excerpt. But T. Water Bay wrote in iTunes saying, up to date and enthusiastically thorough. Daniel is a podcasting pioneer who continues to stay fresh and current on all things in the podosphere. I've listened over the last several years to many podcasters on podcasting, and I find the audacity to podcast to be one source that I tap into more than most. Many roundtables and discussions reference what Daniel has said or is saying on issues and developments. The field is fortunate to have such a devoted, smart, and generous contributor making this podcast proposition so inviting, and thanks to him and others, accessible to more podcasters. His work has significantly contributed to my recent startup of my own podcast. Please let me know. I want to know what podcast that is. Yes, I accumulated the needed audacity and content to do it. Thanks, Daniel. Well, thank you very much, T. Water Bay, for that kind review. Please do comment on the show notes. Let me know the name of your podcast so I can link to it in the show notes so you get some of that credit and everyone else can check out your podcast. I really appreciate reviews like this. I sometimes feel bad reading the stuff that seems to be gushing about me, but what I like to share with you in this is the change that we are making because you are part of this podcast as well. When you ask your questions, when you send your feedback, when you make suggestions, it often inspires content like Dr. Ryan Gray did with this whole series of episodes I'm doing about automation. That was from one little conversation and he wasn't even recommending content for the show. He simply wanted to show me how to do something. So thank you, Dr. Ryan Gray from Medical School HQ for showing me that and inspiring this topic. And that's why I share these reviews so that you can be inspired, so that you can see that we together are making a difference for others and helping others to get the audacity to podcast. And that's why I love to do this. And that's why I named the show The Audacity to Podcast. And a couple really cool things are coming up. First is the 300th episode of The Audacity to Podcast. So please go back and listen to episode one that's at theaudacitypodcast.com slash one, as in the number one. And send me feedback and critiques as if you wanted to help that podcaster from back then improve their show. And I'm going to share that in the upcoming 300th episode of The Audacity Podcast. I'm really looking forward to that. 
Also coming up is a huge milestone for me. April 2nd will be my 10th anniversary of podcasting. Wow. Oh, I've been doing this for 10 years. I can't believe that. I still remember when I published that first episode of a podcast. I ended up renaming the podcast and re-recording the episode and publishing it later. 10 years. Wow. So I've got something really special lined up for you for that 10th anniversary episode. But in the meantime, check out the show notes and share this episode if it was helpful to you by going to theaudacitytopodcast.com slash PC automation. And now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go launch or improve your own podcast for sharing your passions and finding success. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from theaudacitytopodcast.com. Thanks for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Hey, are you still listening? Because I want to know, first of all, if you made it to this far in the episode. But here's the other thing I want to know, and I'm going to get a little transparent. This is not in the show notes. This is off script. This is all kinds of other stuff. That's why I'm saving it for the end and because I want to know, especially from you since you made it this far. One of the things that really impressed me at the PodFest Media Expo 2017 in Orlando, Florida, which I just came back from, and it's why my voice is a bit different because of all the talking I did there and and I had great conversations. But what impressed me so much in the keynotes were the stories people were sharing, the stories of personal change and the stories of change they inspired in others. And what I noticed in each of these cases were that Such change came from a personal story, even a vulnerable story that was based on openness. And it's something I've been thinking about with the Audacity podcast, where it's a podcast focused on podcasting. This is not the Daniel J. Lewis show or anything like that, where I talk about me or what I think about my life and the internet and the world or stuff like that. But it's about me. I think I give a little bit of openness through the episodes. But what I want to know from you is if you feel like it's enough. Do you feel like I focus so much on the content and presenting it that I don't give you any kind of personality? Do you feel like I'm so focused on educating you that I'm not also building a relationship with you? And do you Do you think I should or would you be interested in hearing more from my personal life? And that's not to say like I'm going to tell you, oh, I had this for breakfast or something like that, but in sharing certain things more openly with you. And that is not to say to be so transparent as to tell you the latest fight or heated discussion I might have had with my wife or or anything like that, but to be a bit more open so that you can know more of my story and what motivates me and how I think about things. Would you want to hear that more in the Audacity to Podcast? If I did it, I would probably do it maybe even after the music, like I'm doing right now with this little segment. Whatever I decide to do, I don't want to put it at the beginning of the episode. I don't want it to be like, welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, where you come to learn about podcasting. But before we do that, I'm going to tell you about me. And I don't want to see this as simply talking about me, but as offering some of me to you. What do you think? Do I do enough of that already? 
Would you like to hear more of that? What are some ways that I can make the Audacity to Podcast more personable, more relatable, and more intimate and more human for you so that we can engage more with each other? I'd love your thoughts on that. And here's what I want you to do. Don't comment on the show notes on that because I don't have anything in the show notes asking for this kind of conversation or anything. What I'd like for you to do is either email me, feedback at theaudacitypodcast.com, and in the subject line of your email, include the phrase, your transparency. That'll help me see those emails more easily. Or you can tweet to me at the Daniel J. Lewis. I know Twitter's kind of limited with only 140 characters and stuff, and I'd rather not have conversations through Twitter direct messages. Those are often hard to find later on. So let me know what you think about that and if you think I should include more, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. That's feedback at theaudacitypodcast.com or tweet me at the Daniel J. Lewis. Thanks for listening.